0: To post or not to post? The answer is easy. Post. But post what? I'm Leah Levy, co-founder of Nanato Media, and this is In Camera Podcast, where we emphasize the social in social media. private legal marketing conversations. Grace, welcome back. Thank you. How are you, Leo? I'm great, Grace. And so we've officially initiated the holiday seasons of 2020, whatever that means, right? Because this year, everything is unique and special. So uh, we'll see what that turns into, Grace. But with that said, I think um, you've thought about a great topic to talk about today. So why don't you set up the scene for us a little bit?
1: So, you know, it is that holiday season, season's greetings and that time of year. So I just thought for a lot of people, I don't know that we really truly understand what it means to market during the holidays. And so I think that for our listeners, it would be a great idea to sort of discuss law firm holiday marketing ideas, you know, when's the good time to do it, when is a bad time to do it, Um, and sort of best practices to discuss this whole topic of, of how to market during the holiday.
0: Yes, Grace, I totally hear you what you say there, right? Like the whole idea of having a content calendar has kind of preconditioned all of us to think, okay, so we need to think about our social po- our social media posts for the month ahead. And so we have a bunch of holidays lined up. And so that means we need to post about that. So we really need to kind of like take two, two steps back and see, well, number one, do we really need to stop uh, post about that? And if we do, what are the best practices and how should we go about it? Right? Great. Okay. Excellent. So let's start there, Grace, right? Because we... Oftentimes, think about this season of the year where uh, we're looking at the end of the year holidays that pretty much starts with Thanksgiving and culminates with New Year's. So, Grace, is that all? Are we missing something out or should we actually backtrack and look at all of the year's holidays? I think we need to backtrack and look at all of
1: the year's holidays and not just the standard federal holidays, but I think that it's important to even look at some of the holidays that may not be quote unquote standard, but are national holidays, something as simple as national taco day. And I know that oh, sounds Greece. funny, but, <laughs> I, I, but you know, there's, there's, these are opportunities for marketing. If it's something that you truly enjoy and are as important to you, we always talk about your story, right? Yeah. So to me, that includes the holidays that are not necessarily federal holidays, but that you can take advantage of of, and really, truly put something out there that means this is who I am, guys. I'm a law firm, but I still love National Taco Day.
0: Okay. I love that. I really, really love that, Grace, because um, we're talking about personality right here. So what I'm hearing you're saying is, yes, get on board. Yes, participate. But as long as it's genuine, is that right? Correct. That couldn't have said it better, Leo. That's
1: exactly how I feel about it. Because if you're going to post about something, it better mean something to you.
0: Okay. All right. So if you are really passionate about tacos and you have a story with it and you can really kind of like identify with the holiday and have a fun peek uh, that it's real and honest, go for it, post it's a great way to enjoy and make uh, something out of the moment. But if you're just going to go and use some shitty icons, stock photography, just to put out something out there, sit it out, kind of. I agree. I agree
1: with you wholeheartedly. And I know, and this may sound sort of too general a lot of times, but I feel like this too. Even on federal holidays, I feel like you need to make sure that you, you post something that means something, right? Not just your standard sort of picture or, you know, like you said, icon or something of that nature. No, it needs to be something specific to your belief, how you feel and, you know, sort of the story of your firm.
0: Okay. Yeah, I totally hear that, Grace. And I can see that being the right path to go for. Um, now, Grace, that's all nice and said everybody may have a few of these uh, very specific days in the year that they can 100% identify with, make them theirs, and uh, post on those. But then there's the more kind of like uh, general celebrated holidays and so what do we do in those cases? Let's leave aside the religious holidays for a moment, right? Um, particularly those being Christmas and, and Easter, maybe. And then we can talk about uh, holidays from other religions, right? Because that's another another one, which, you know, it's quite popular. It's, it's really mind-blowing how many people know about Hanukkah, for instance, here in the US, but uh, how few really celebrate it, right? Yet it's quite known and talked about. So let's look first, before we dive into that, let's look first at the other kind of like general holidays. I'm talking about grades here. I don't know, you were just saying Veterans Day. What, you know, very, very sensitive. What's what's a law firm to do on Veterans Day when it comes down to their social media posts?
1: I like Veterans Day because it's important to me. I have family that's in service, you know, and has been in service before. So, you know, it it means something to me. And so when I post about a specific holiday, I like to put a little bit of information on there as to why this holiday is an important holiday and then to thank our veterans. So I don't just kind of put up a flag and say, you know, happy Veterans Day. I and I may do that. Don't get me wrong. You know, there's a place for that as well, let's say on on Twitter, maybe, you know, if, if you want to link it to your little blurb or something, that's fine. But whatever you post, there should be some kind of a story or some kind of information as to why you're doing that. Not just, you know, happy veterans day. Again, if that's all you have time for, and that's what you need to do, then that's okay too. I'm not saying it's not, I'm just saying I like to post. And for me, it's about putting a little information about why veterans day is an important veterans day. I mean, something simple, one line, and then the flag and thank, thanking our veterans for their service and yeah. what they, did, you know, and I, I think that's for everything, right? I mean, Thanksgiving, I know is more of a specific holiday, um, you know, to the United States. And so Thanksgiving, I like to put like a little, uh, blurb, you know, maybe one sentence as to, you know, give thanks during this time to, um, everyone and, you know, our friends and our family and things of that nature as well, but it's again, more personal. So, yeah. Whatever you put out there, I think, needs to have a little, even, if again, one sentence, a small phrase, something as to why you're putting it out there, not just to post a post,
0: right? Yeah, I totally get it, Grace. I agree with, it, with you as well. And here I'll tell you, I'll share which are my favorite, for instance, when we're talking about Veterans Day posts. I love it when... Brands in general, right? And I've seen law firms do this as well, right? We're not we're not just talking here about general businesses. Law firms do this as well, and they do it very well. Is take if you have a team member who is a veteran, right? Who has served, focus on them. Tell their story, right? Let them even write the post. If if you don't have, well, you most certainly know someone or someone in your community, someone that it's a uh, relative. To someone within the law firm that inspires you. So talk about that, right? Shorter picture, shorter story, make it about uh them, right? Use your platform to let other people shine. And to me, it really, really touches the soft spot when I see this kind of post where you can actually see pictures of the people when they were in service and the people and, and a picture of them now, you know. At their current job or whatever it is that they're doing now and there's been all kind of really wonderful posts that talk about their passion and dedication of how they were doing it back when they were in the military and how they've uh, translated that same passion and energy to what they do now and still believe in all of the things that made them and shaped them from the military days and how that has uh you know made them who they are today really really wonderful and, ins- and very very inspirational stuff grace and so That's, I agree, it's extremely, extremely effective, Grace. Now, let's talk about the other side, the flip side of the coin. That's actually good posts. Those are the posts that actually, they're platform appropriate. It's a social media platform. These are posts about people and they're posts about the community. Now, Grace... What about the post when, you know, we're in a holiday and so you want to like the the traditional scenario. I I, I see so many of these on my timeline as the holidays approach and I want to get your opinion on them. So we have all the personal injury law firms starting to make all of these posts as to, you know, as the holidays approach and you're going to get on the roads. Be careful with this, with that, with that, right? Uh, And if everything and if anything happens, we're here to... Help and protect and such. So Grace, I'm. I, I'm trying to read your facial expression there. I don't. I, I don't know if you're too excited about these posts or not. Tell me. Tell me what's in your mind.
1: Not really. I mean, how much does that really tell about who you are in your story? Nothing. Not really. I mean, I'm honestly. I'm. I just think about myself when I see the same exact posts. For everybody. It's just every business. I'm not, I'm not just talking about law firms. I'm talking about every business out there has the same, you know, be careful, you know, on the roads, do this, do that. Depending on what industry you're in, they have like a copy paste is what it looks like. And that's a problem. You know, why? Because I'm not going to give you a second glance because you are not personalizing your message to me. And something, I mean, personalization doesn't have to be Uh, this long drawn out content piece, it can be something as simple as you add a a geographic location to that person's when they click on it. So it says, Hey, Miami, you know, or Hey, Fort Lauderdale, I see you're looking at the sunny weather out there, you know, Merry Christmas or Happy New Year or whatever, you know, there needs to be some kind of element of personalization, whether that is to the individual or about you and your law firm. So, that's why you saw my face kind of not so excited about those types of posts it's because I see yeah. them all the time and I don't know about you but frankly I'm a little bit tired of reading the same thing over and over again
0: so I I'm gonna I'm gonna give I'm gonna give a benefit of doubt and make it super specific to whom is posting and the execution of the post right because while the messaging may seem generic the execution can actually be terrific but I'll be honest with you I don't see a lot of this I, I really don't Right. Most of them again, stock photography, sometimes a, a really out-of-touch photography. Like, why why would you show me that? And then the messaging, right? Which feels very impersonal. Right. But on that with that being said, I can also think of a very, very, very nicely produced video telling the story. You know what? I'll give you a great example if you want to go down that route, right? Take and this is something I always I always preach about, Grace. You know, don't try to reinvent the wheel. See ads that are effective and inspirational and just twist them and turn them and adjust them for you. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that's the one thing that people should be more practical about the way that they uh, do marketing. So let me give you an idea. You want to go down on route? You know how who does a great, great, great work with that kind of advertising? The car manufacturer Subaru. Oh, Subaru. Yeah. Yeah. Subaru. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they make all of these ads about their cars lasting forever and being passed on from generations and protecting their loved ones and family. And they have all of these, they present you these kind of imageries of what could have happened, but it did not happen because the car was safe enough, right? To prevent it. But it's so emotionally powerful that it works. And so you go and take, so, you, and, and so the story is not about the car. The story is about the individuals inside the car. And so if you take that same approach and you go down that route of messaging, then the ad can be very effective. It can be emotional and it can actually fulfill its purpose of delivering the message that you want. We're here to protect you as well. So yeah. That's-
1: no, I agree with you completely. I'll actually, that's, that's a perfect segue in my opinion to the messaging can be the same, but the imagery will need to be different, right? It needs to convey yeah. what it is that you're trying to convey in terms of a story about your firm. So, you know, you can say um, happy holidays, but the image behind it is all of your staff, you mm-hmm. know, together, um, you know, at a, at a, you know, let's say, uh, obviously, socially distanced, six foot apart, <laughs> and yeah. all of that with right now, but, you know, something like that, or all of them helping the community or something of that nature where it can yeah. be the same standard message. And
0: yeah, great. And 100% here is what I'll tell you also. And I, I know I'm talking here a little bit more technical, but lean more on video, less on just plain photography, particularly if it's not going to be actual uh, original, either photography or design work, right? Right. I, my personal opinion is that uh, video is way more engaging and, um, you know, even like for what I've said now, like when you're creating a story and such, like you will need to have some production quality. You will need to have some level of expertise in being able to pull this off, but it doesn't have to be an actual, you know, massive production, fully customized and shot to your measure, there's a lot of powerful tools that you can use to actually create good quality videos. There's a lot of video footage that you can use uh, that is stock video footage, but edited in the right way and with the right B-roll from your law firm or with the right voice narrating the events, right? And that could be you, that's you. That's when you, that, that's the lawyer. That's that's where you actually become part of the video, of the storyline, right? And, 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 you know, Grace, I mean, going it can actually work very, very well. So video production doesn't have to be anymore one of those things that they are, oh my God, you know, how can you pull that off? That's so hard. You have to have so many people working on it and such. It's not as difficult as we once thought it was. It is possible. Yes, you may need professional assistance, Grace, but I'll tell you, I mean, one of the things that I am enjoying the most working right now in our agency is the creation of this type of content for our clients, right? And it's because you can actually deliver and make very, very powerful messaging and stories, and you don't necessarily have to be on the streets with crews of tens and dozens of people creating original content you can actually do a combination of in between stock great uh, music great sound And then some actual original footage from the law firm, from a client, you know, if it's going to be sort of like a story of a testimonial or something like that, it can be and photography, right? And then you play and then you mix it up with original photography, right? It can be extremely, extremely powerful, Grace. So, um, yeah, I'm just kind of like throwing out there some of the ideas that I'm having if I were to have to do something like what we just talked about. But 100 percent, like another another very, very powerful uh, story to tell is like, you know, we're all the time talking about and going back to the traditional personal injury uh holidays message be safe on the roads be this be that you know what if you've ever helped and represented someone who actually went through that like unfortunately had an incident an accident or something happened to them while they were uh traveling for a holiday or to meet someone or so maybe you want to talk about that maybe 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 you make it about 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 their story what happened to them right because it never really you sometimes just don't digest things until you actually hear them as a narration of something that happened to someone you're just kind of like thinking like yeah yeah this could happen yeah this could happen could happen could happen but has it actually happened to someone and of course it has so that story. I think those ads are extremely effective as well, Uh posts, if we may, right? Those are actually tell stories. And if you... You know what comes to mind right now, Grace? Do you remember that ad from Michael Morris? I think he... I think it, it was very, very powerful. It was a minute long, if I recall correctly. I actually think it was one of those that got awarded last year at NTL. So it was one that... um there, it was someone who had a terrible catastrophic injury, but he kept on running marathons or something. And so there is between, you know, the the fight and, and struggle that this person went through and his ambition and determination to succeed to that of Michael, you know, fighting for him and doing everything he could to uh, seek justice for him. And so how, you know, one 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 felt the need to not let the other one down, but it's so beautifully narrated and put together. It's extremely, extremely powerful. And what is it at the end is a story of a victim. And, you know, I mean, it's um, it's just takes things to a completely different level and it makes it so personal and so memorable. Like I, last time I saw that ad, Grace, I think it's been six months ago and I still remember it. And it's very vivid, right? But that's a good example also of the right production, how it helps, how it makes things.
1: It sure does. And it's all about personalization, storytelling, right? Yeah. So either or, right? If you're not going to personalize it, then at least tell a story because that's the only way to get people to engage with anything you put out there. There has yeah. to be a story exactly yeah. like you said, because I'm not going to pay attention to something that's just a standard mm. language put out there.
0: Yeah. No, I I hear you know, you know what's a great platform to make examples out of this great is is the traditional LinkedIn post or uh, today's my last day, my first day, today I achieved this, today right. And what do they have those posts? Nothing, a picture of a person standing and just being in a place in a situation, but it's the story, it's seeing that face and then reading the story below. And um, that's another thing, right? That may work wonderfully on Facebook, may not necessarily. Sorry, on LinkedIn, may not necessarily have the the, the same impact on Instagram or uh, Facebook, right? It, it'll really depend which platform. Uh, there's different things that may or may not work, right? So um, that's one thing, Grace. But um, before we jump into something else, I do want to also play devil's advocate to what I'm saying here about, you know, good video production, good good storytelling, like, you know, putting effort into it, making it worthwhile. You have to hand it that sometimes the most effortless content just takes off and it's, you know, it reaches heights that you've never thought of. And rarely it's actually uh, from brands, but the example I'm actually going to give now, it has nothing to do with the actual brand. But oh my god, how did the brand get boosted by it, Grace? Did you actually uh, ever came across that TikTok of the guy that was on his long board, just hanging on from a pickup truck or something, drinking for a cranberry juice? You you never saw it? Yeah, I, yes, back I'm to the flavor, sure yeah. yeah, yes, Grace. That went like to say viral, it's an understatement. It went nuts. Like, it went nuts. And so, what the reason why I brought that up is because of the uh, great response that the actual company had towards that momentum that they were having due to that viral video. So they reached out to that guy. They gave him away an actual truck that was cranberry-colored, of course, full of props. And then this uh, the CEO, right, uh, recreated the video himself doing exactly that same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and a bunch of other people did it as well, right? Celebrities. So it's an actual great example of how to actually leverage the momentum of things that are out there, which brings to, you know, the... I think that I think a lot of law firms have been very successful at doing, which are the challenges and like kind of getting involved in things happening that are not necessarily related to the practice, but actually give them a great opportunity to just create platform appropriate content. And so, you know, this I particularly for TikTok, all of these challenges have been a really, really great way uh, for that. But um it's not necessarily related to a holiday. Uh, there may be holiday-related challenges. We'll see. I'm not I wouldn't be surprised if those who have started emerged already. But um that's a thing, right? Start your own. May, may work. Who knows?
1: Right. That's the other idea, right? It's it's personal, right? If you love TikTok and you like posting stuff on TikTok as a law firm or as an individual that works at a law firm, again, employee engagement is your best engagement. So if you have somebody who's an employee that loves TikTok and it's appropriate to do so let's have them start a new challenge you know what i mean and and say yeah. you know i, I don't know I, I honestly couldn't even think of a challenge that would be law firm related
0: or adjacent but that's the whole point it shouldn't be it could happen within the law firm right? right it's the individuals in the law firm and you see that i mean i'm going back now talking about the first season if we can call it that way of covid right which is you know six seven months ago um All of the emergency uh, response, uh, hospital crews and staff, they were doing TikToks, right? They were there in their scrubs in the midst of a pandemic, but it is still, you know, they were finding some time to just take a deep breath, be human and have a little bit of fun. And people responded extremely well to it because at the end of the day, you want to see your heroes also just, you know, having fun and being human and being, uh, you know, relatable relatable. So I actually hundred percent think that is what, um, Definitely. these, these whole challenges should be, right? Just about making yourself, showing a side of yourself that is just not called for in the actual business context, but with things, uh, aside, you can actually also show that side of you. And, and it's just fun, Grace. And I think it's just about the genuine side of things, right? If it's really in you and it's not everyone's cup of tea and it's hundred percent acceptable, Right, you just need to know whether it's you or not. Are you comfortable? And uh, and and the other thing that you said there, Grace, is like it doesn't have to be always the main attorney. It could be actual the team.
1: So I can tell you, we did something similar. It was a very long time ago, before TikTok. Um, so we did like a an impromptu flash mob, and so we you know we did this in the middle of the law firm I used to work at back in. The day. It was import export law, and so it, we kind of modified the song um katy perry's song dark horse uh, coming <laughs> at you like a dark horse in import and export law and we just did like a really crazy import export <laughs> dark horse uh, flash mob with all of the people that worked there for the birthday of one of the partners um because it just was something that we kind of came up with and so you know i'm just thinking about what you're saying and you're right like it doesn't have to be anything specific to Whatever you're doing is just, you know, something that's yeah. fun. And and honestly, I think we got, I couldn't tell you how many, you know, web, because at that time it was just to post it on our website, and we got a lot of hits on that one. And we sent it out as a kind of, um, it happened around the holidays, as a matter of fact, and so we sent it out as like a pre-holiday um, message from you know, the employees at the law firm saying hi to everybody, like, hey, here we are, which is kind of like a look inside look to the law firm and the people that work here. So I, I've i always enjoyed those, like seeing those type of um, employee highlights and spotlights. So I think that that employee engagement, as we've said before, and what we're saying now is, you know, posted obviously to the social uh, platform that's appropriate, but yeah, tell, tell a different side of yourself that is fun and engaging because that's what's going to get people to, to be interested in you because they're buying you, right? They're they're knowing, getting to know you, getting to like you and getting to trust you and then eventually buying you as a law firm as a whole and as an individual.
0: Yeah, I, I, I totally um, agree with you there, Grace. So let's now go back to holiday specific posts, right? We're now, you know, heading towards christmas right we're heading towards hanukkah we're heading towards uh end of the year so grace let's let's talk a little bit about some do's we already talked quite a bit about the don'ts so let's talk a little bit now about the do's what are some good ideas um to go about the upcoming holidays and the posts that we could be sharing with our community
1: um get involved you know, I mean, we, we always talk about that, but always be involved. And so some of the do's are make, maintain your consistent posting as you normally would. Um, be specific as, as you can be in terms of the time of year and, you know, as, as general as you can be as well to make sure that you encompass people of all, you know, religions and pretty much anything during the season, if you can. Um, and then, in my opinion, I think that people just need to... Make sure that it's part of their overall strategy, that it's not just something that they're throwing against the wall and hoping it's going to stick.
0: Is that what you mean? Yeah, Grace. Listen, I, I, so we've already talked about, you know, like those posts that just feel right, Mm -hmm. right? That they are actually, you know, you see reflected yourself in them. Someone in the law firm or somebody in the business feels that that means something to me. I want to partake on their. That's there. Right. And so how to also identify that? Make it part of your monthly meetings. Just make sure that when you're actually, you know, planning up these things, you know, just don't come up with them on the day off because then it's it's really off putting. Nobody wants to just have to come up with something on the spot. And then it just turns out not to be great because just not like no thought went into it, right? Yeah. Yes, sometimes those lead to to great things, but very rarely, and it's not usually the case. So um, just make it part of, of the process of, you know, hey, you know, these are stuff that are uh, upcoming. Does anybody want to take ownership on something, right? And just people are going to see other people saying and starting to take ownership on something. and So they will feel that they all have to also contribute in a way or another and know that, you know, at some point or another, they'll have to do something. And it's fine that they, Kind of go out outside of their comfort zone a little bit and kind of like push themselves to do it. But it's surprising to see how creative and how nice things can happen and come out of that, right? And don't measure the success of those posts in levels of engagement on terms of likes and that sort of thing, right? It doesn't necessarily it doesn't necessarily mean anything if you've got one thousand likes or five hundred likes or just fifteen uh, likes. It's fine for those who actually saw it and actually enjoyed it that was good enough and it's and, and, and that that fulfills kind of like the purpose of having done so right you're creating content primarily for you and to put out and share your message out there you're not necessarily looking for acceptance in terms of like oh you know will it actually mean something that i don't get any likes or anything. Now you're putting a lot of time and effort and so into do this. Boost it, right? At least let let it be seen by more people than those that you would reach organically. So that's one thing I would say, right? And yet again, don't go super crazy on the for, for this kind of post. Don't go so, super crazy on the on the segmentation, right? Let's let's fa- let Facebook do its thing, right? Let's find the right audience for. Uh, let it find the right audience for that uh, content that you created. You're doing this, yes, for brand awareness but at the same time you're also doing it to be part of something and that's good what do you think
1: no i agree with you wholeheartedly and you know it it has to be part of your strategy because you're not throwing something against the wall and hoping it's going to stick right and that's why i said national taco day because you'll know if you love tacos when national taco day is and you'll build that into your strategy and so you just make sure that exactly like you said you follow your plan and you make sure that you include these things but Do not hope necessarily that it's going to go viral one, right? Even if you put all this time and effort into it, it may not go viral guys. It's the story and you are putting it out there for brand awareness and, and best practices to maintain consistency with your brand awareness out to the market. And just like you said, let Facebook do its thing. You know, don't, don't hyper segment yourself because you're worried that you're going to spend, you know, $5 extra on something that you shouldn't have. You're not gonna spend a huge amount on this. You but you are gonna spend a little because you spent time on creating it and you should yeah. boost it. But again, like you said, Leo, I agree with you. It it doesn't need to be something crazy and, and you also need to have level set your own expectations as to who's gonna see yeah. it and how it's gonna be clicked on or not.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Grace. Let's give our listeners as takeaways today some ideas of social holiday posts that they can actually use. For this holiday season?
1: So, one of the first ones, and this is kind of what we do, as I mentioned before with Veterans Day, I will say that for Thanksgiving. You know, Thanksgiving's on Thursday. And I think it's important to, you know, put that message out there so that people are, you know, obviously know that you're being consistent with your messaging. Um, put something out that's fun, you know, a small, you know, even like a little Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know if you had like a potluck, a socially distanced potluck at your office where everybody was in their office with a little, you know, turkey on their desk, something, right? Something that could be a little bit personal, something that could be thought through that you've already had it as part of your plan. This to me is something actionable that you can take today, post about Thanksgiving, post about what it means to you. Um, at the very least, a small phrase or sentence as to, you know, thanking your clients for, um, being your clients and, you know, posting about Thanksgiving because it's all about giving thanks in this time of year.
0: Yeah, I I think that's a, a great idea for Thanksgiving. So keep it in mind for Thanksgiving 2021. So you can actually use that if you did not do so last week. Now, if you uh, charge fees, right, you can actually run a campaign that is about get now on and lock down your... Rates, Put down on deposit now and, you know, you can get the service in the future. So that's something good when you're running that kind of law firm that actually, you know, Retainers charges units. and works yeah. based out of fees. Correct. Yeah. All right, great. So that's some great ideas uh, and thoughts on social posts. So let's now bring it down to three takeaways about do's and don'ts uh, on social media posts during Holidays. So, Grace, what what would you say? You know, out of all of these things that we've mentioned just now, what's your biggest takeaway? Number one.
1: Number one. To start off with. Number one would be um, make sure you don't just post for the sake of posting. Yeah. We've always talked about consistency. That to me is number one. Post the real truth, reality, and your story, not just a yeah. post.
0: Yeah, because it means something to you, right? Because it means something to you. And you know what, Grace? I've actually seen people make it a tradition, right? Where every year they actually revisit a story and they just frame it in a slightly different way. They they tell different aspects of the story. They share a different piece of uh, information that was not shared before. But it's always around the same topic or around the same experience or around the same uh, incident. And it's actually quite effective, Grace, because then people, be, I know it's, its you know, it, this actually works when you have a lot of awareness, but people then start expecting, they know, oh, this is the day that these guys are going to post about that. Let's see what they come up with this year, right? So that's actually, I totally agree with you. Um, Post when it actually means something to you and when you have something to say. So, Grace, I guess that brings us to uh, takeaway number two is put a effort in it, right? Because you may actually have the right feeling. It may mean something for you. Uh, Put a little effort into actually finding a creative way to share that message that you have right? And, you know, I know I talked a lot about, you know, oh, make some amazing video and stuff. Yeah, that's a way of doing it, but it's not necessarily realistic for everybody else. But then we also talked about, you see a picture and a story. And that's it. And it gets hundreds of thousands of likes, right? So it can be as simple as that, but just put effort into the actual copy, into the storytelling, right? and let your team participate. This is not a social media manager job. The social media manager job is going to coordinate and make sure that these kind of conversations are happening when they need to be uh, had. It's going to be there to assist the team members to make sure that things get posted the right way, from the right place, and all those good things. But the actual content can come from anyone. So make it part of your meetings, right? Talk about it and let your teams participate at this don't impose it on them just make it voluntarily and I'm sure some will actually be quite happy and interested in doing so and if they're not maybe it's because they haven't warmed up enough to actually want to do it so try to inspire them by actually you taking the lead right and get out of your comfort zone I know not everybody feels very comfortable being out there in social media and kind of like presenting themselves to the world but it's okay It's not terrible, right? The more you do it, you're probably going to become more used to it. I don't know, Grace, what do you think?
1: No, I agree with you completely. And that, to me, honestly takes us to really takeaway number three, which encompasses exactly what you said. Be consistent. And so to me, takeaway number three is include it as part of your plan you know have your your weekly meetings and whatever else you you have as part of your marketing strategy your overall strategy again like you you just said it's not your social media manager's job to do all of it it's their job to make sure that they're coordinating what as part of overall plan is to post on social media, and that includes helping with the creative content, but not necessarily that they have to do it all. Um, Because a lot of times the best engagement is employee engagement. And what you get is the best in terms of creative can a lot of times and what goes viral is what has been created by the people inside of your, your firm, not always you, you know, because it, it, it reflects on your firm as a whole. So to me, I agree with you completely, be consistent post you know, what means something to you, um, but make it and make sure it's part of your overall strategy, that this is not just something that you're throwing against the wall and hoping it's going to stick.
0: Yeah, I agree with you, Grace. Take things to a deeper level when you're involving your team. Let them really participate. Going back to this kind of LinkedIn um, post where you have someone and then there is a story behind that. You know what I think is one of the keys that makes or breaks those kind of posts is who's actually writing that content right if this is going to be an interview like meet this guy and he works here nobody's going to care about that nobody's going to care about that nobody cares to read that but if it's actually a message from the person written by them it is just it's just powerful it's just it's just the right kind of content uh, that's what people go looking out for and i'll tell you one thing grace this works at all levels really at all levels don't just be looking at your senior staff don't be looking at your anyone you know i actually think the more junior the person putting up things you know, the more people it just strikes look at a it. completely different emotion. Yeah, it, it is. it becomes more inspirational. That's that's the truth. I'm not saying that the content from more senior team members uh, is not valuable. I'm just saying, you know, everything's full of opportunity. Grace, you know what? This is a conversation that I think you and I could have gone on here for at least another uh, few hours. And we still would have felt that there was much more to say, but we can always come back to it, right? Yes. So Grace, how about we do that next week? Maybe this conversation, maybe something else, but definitely another private legal marketing conversation.
1: Let's do it. Thanks, Leah. Okay,
0: take care, Grace. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. If you like our show, make sure you subscribe, tell your co-workers, leave us a review, and send us your questions at ask at podcast.com. We'll see you next week.